Welcome to an allergy-ridden, not-for-nothing, with your hosts, Sneeze, Sneeze and Cops. <laughs> it's gonna be a fun one. If you're not into, if you're not into congested radio, this is. There's some ASMR person out there that loves stuffed noses, clearing throats. Like someone is sitting at home right now, just rubbing one out, waiting for one of us to go. <laughs> They clear something else yes. out. Huh? Yeah, exactly. Oh <laughs> uh, man, I get this little um, I get this little um, it's like a tick or something. Where I start, I go outside. As soon as I go outside, I start walking. I walk in the dog or whatever, and I start uh, doing this thing like in the in the, like the back of my throat. Mm. It's not like the scratchy thing, but I it's like like I I can't even do it now because it's weird. It's it's it, I don't know. I can't stand it though. Well, I feel like I'm, I've got like Tourette's or something because I start doing this thing like over and over and I can't stop myself gross. from doing it. I know it sounds gross. I, whatever it is, I know it's disgusting. Yeah. No, it doesn't. It's not tune like, o- gro- tune it's not into, like a gross tune thing. In- it's more like a... Yeah, gross. Like, yeah, yeah that my, I know exactly what you're talking about. It's like yeah? from a post-nasal oh. drip thing. My, my dog actually does it. This, let's move on. This okay. is disgusting. Right. If you guys want more of mm. Chris's post-nasal drip ticks we'll do it. to masturbate After to, dark, uh... yeah, tune into Chris's YouTube channel. <laughs> Chris after dark. I'm just wiping my rockets. nose with my back of my hand and like sniffling the whole time. Yeah, blowing your mm. <laughs> <laughs> making I'm, that clicking sound when I scratch the back of my throat. I'm really stuffed up. Because <laughs> it's itching the fuck out of me. Hey, I'm really stuffed up. Uh, <laughs> 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 Fucking gross. Uh who Chris? wants to pay for my mucus? Exactly. Oh, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's a market, like a like a Patreon, like you could like oh, yeah. pay to get your like dirty Kleenexes. Oh yeah, I'm sure there is. Oh woof, that'd be nice. There's that. Who's that? There was that one. Uh, she's like a YouTube chick, I think, or she became famous. I don't know something, but she was selling her like uh, bottling her farts. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember when that was a thing. Yeah, but then like this was just recently. But then she um. She had like serious uh, health issues, like around her butthole region or something, because she was like farting too much, I think, or something, and it caused her like some weird. That's the stupidest shit I've ever heard of. Like, that's ridiculous because she was doing it so what much. What is this, she was Chris? Making, is this like, barstool sports all of a jar. sudden? Come on, let's move on. All right, that's crazy <laughs> though, man. I'd start selling my farts for that if someone wants to pay for it. Well, you know, again, log <laughs> tune into Chris's YouTube channel. Let's. <laughs> this is so, so gross. Just so just leaning into it, man. Just oh, leaning into it. you want to know something else gross? I was going to do something. This is a gross out episode. So I just rode my bike a really far, long way, mm, and yeah. I prepared. I bought the padded underwear. I was like, bought the sh- slinky shirts so your nipples don't hurt because you got me all freaked out about that. <laughs> I like dry clothes. I was ready for. It. I mean, we biked in the worst fucking conditions in history. Ugh. We saw no one on these trails. It was brutal, of course, but. One thing I was not prepared for, I'd heard of chafing, right? That's a thing. Mm-hmm. I thought that was like, I thought that was like your like legs, inner thighs, asshole, whatever. But man, when I got done, my balls looked like someone had taken a weed whacker to them. <laughs> I got in the shower the first day and I was like, yikes. I didn't even know. I looked down. I would look like a bubblegum factory. It was gnarly. Oh my God. And then I would try to adjust, but my hands were sweaty. And so mm-hmm. I was just dumping salt water into these uh, open ball wounds. It was, there, I, there was no way to, pr- there was no way to, I, c- I could have ever known. That baby yeah. powder wouldn't have done anything, Chris. We were riding in fucking a, a, like a storm. It was like th- <laughs> three days of just pissing You didn't down wear rain. like a diaper just full of baby powder. Maybe. Maybe <laughs> that was the answer. There was nothing, no getting around it. I don't know what happened. I think it's I impossible. just. It's impossible. But my balls, my yeah. ball, like it was crazy. Yeah. I mean, it was uh, crazy. I yeah. like, they were like welted. I don't know. It healed magically. Balls heal very quickly. I don't mm. know. They're like, they're very resilient. They are for as, for as how they don't ever see the sunlight. You know, they're very protective. <laughs> they're usually behind at least two coatings of cloth. <laughs> they only come out for like a shower or to fuck. Yeah. Like it's all, it's a bit. Yeah. It, yeah. It, they're, they are like, for an uncalloused part of your body, yeah, they do really well. Yeah, and they don't look like they're gonna do well. 
No, I think they're designed specifically all those like r- ridges and mm-hmm. and valleys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like if they were just smooth, they might uh, do worse. They'd be, they'd be done. Yeah, they'd be done for. Yeah, they need all that. They need all mm-hmm. that. <laughs> the, uh, the ugliness is what helps them. I think so too. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's, it's like a, it's like a it's like an animal like a survival thing, you know, like an animal's like um yeah, for sure. You know, yeah, right. It's like an elephant's ear. <laughs> mhm. Mhm. Anyway, that was fucking weird. <laughs> I but and I did not expect that. That was the but the, and of yeah. all the worst things that could have happened on a bike ride, that was definitely the I, worst. Take oh, it. for sure. Well, I mean the worst was the bike ride, but uh, well, that's well, second place. I mean that goes without saying, but Yeah. Woo. Um but good for you. Hey, proud of you for actually doing it and hey, thank getting you. through it and the whole thing. Yeah, it was tough. It was yeah, really, really hard. It was really, really hard. I, uh, I was happy when it was over. <laughs> we, were, we, we got back to Pittsburgh thinking we would like crack open a six-pack and like regale each other with stories of our bike ride. But we were Dad? so fucking tired. Yeah. We were like done. Right to we bed. Were right to bed, 9.30. Yeah. Watched half a Sixers game. I was like, I hope they win. Good night. <sighs> like, yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> anyway, speaking of the Sixers, Mm. Uh, and basketball, the NBA. I, I know you've got some NBA playoff hot takes. Mm. But before we get there, mm-hmm. uh, Jokic has Jokic has has won the the MVP as predicted. Yeah, I have mixed feelings about it. Um, one thing I did find interesting was that in Joel Embiid's, did you see his little announcement? Yeah. So he brought up a point that I had brought up, which is, but he did it way worse than I had ever said it. Which is basically like if Bill Simmons, who is the essentially editor in chief or president of the Ringer, is like Jokic is the guy, and I have a grudge against whoever else, mm-hmm. he it can influence at least his staff writers. Mm-hmm. You know, like they're the so if you go and you I haven't looked at the actual voting, but I'd be I you'd be hard pressed to see if any Ringer voter voted for Embiid for a first place MVP vote. So. I wish he wouldn't have called him out by name, but I kind of feel like a little bit like, yeah, it's if, if, if Embiid is seeing it, it's definitely a thing. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I will guarantee you that they've had numerous discussions or arguments in that office about like who deserves like the, you know, MVP, you know, and he, and you know, Bill Simmons is a completely biased when it comes to the Sixers. Right. A hundred percent. Uh, and I will guarantee you he goes to he will he will love to have that argument every single time with whoever brings it up. He will not back down from that. Well, if you listen to the, you listen the way it's just he just on his nature. The way he influences everyone on his podcast, what every MVP conversation he ever has, if it's Ryan Rosillo or Kevin O'Connor or whoever the fuck, he's like he he bleeds them to the they, they, there's no no one ever contradicts except for cousin Sal. No one ever contradicts Bill Simmons because he's their boss and he's highly powerful and at the end of the day what what is it going to get you? You could talk. Your, I mean, it's a fucking MVP boat. Who cares? Right. You know, like right. I want my job. I don't care about Joel Embiid right. that much. But I do think there's a real, a legitimate argument there for sure. Um, and I thought for it was sure. interesting that he like brought that up. And it's I just wish he wouldn't have because Simmons is now going to like use it for fucking months of of you know <laughs> like of content. It's just frustrating. Yeah, whatever. yeah, yeah. I know. I hear you. So the best thing you. that could have happened was that the Celtics would literally shoot themselves in the foot last night, which they did. And uh, I don't know if you watched that game, but holy shit. Giannis is the MVP. That's just it. Like Giannis, we've said it before. I'll say it again. As long as that guy's in the league and playing at like 80 to 100% of whatever this is, mm-hmm. he's, he, in my opinion, he's MVP. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, um, I, 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 yeah, I just tend to agree with you on that. And, and I, the, the thing that kind of just keeps irking me and I don't really care. I, like, you know, Jokic is fine. He's a good player. You know, he deserves the accolades and whatever the stats and everything and everyone keeps, but I, I never really see a solid argument of, of, for like why he does, he deserved the MVP over like Giannis or Embiid. Well, the argument is that it's a terrible argument because it contradicts Kind of itself. every other argument they've had over the last yeah, couple which over is that he doesn't he doesn't have anyone to play with that like he right. because he because he had no one to play with but then you but look they, they, but then you look six, at like they Joel, got a sixth place p- because of that well exactly and then you get if you're gonna put that you put that argument on like Joel Embiid he lost his his all NBA forward or whatever Ben Simmons is like lost him for the whole season like wh- mm-hmm. whether or not it was injury or not. 
Embiid put that team on his back, had a better record than Jokic, lasted longer in the playoffs, and then the, he goes out with a face, a face injury, and those next two games are blowouts. Mm-hmm. He comes back and wins two, and there's your argument right there. If, you're, if your argument is, is that like, this team can't win without Jokic, then the argument c- could be made. That's what I mean. For, for Embiid, it's like, I think that the year before, Jokic won, and, they were, and the argument was uh, he played all the games, Embiid didn't. Then this right. year, Embiid plays all the games, and it's like, oh, nobody's got a better team. Like, it's, right. I, just, I, I don't. That's what I can't stand about this, is everyone just kind of keeps making up whatever they want to. Right, for, for Jokic. And, and I honestly, like, it would feel better if it was like, Giannis is winning it every year until, yeah. he, until he isn't. You know, until right. somebody, and if you put Embiid's numbers up against Giannis's numbers, they're comparable. But, the, but just, and I, I hate the word eye test, but last night, Giannis fucking just shot a three like that without it, it, the game's over. Like Giannis just like his presence alone, but then he just bombs his three with like two minutes left. And then a holiday puts the rest of the team on his back. And it's like, mm-hmm. you're just like the Sixers couldn't do that. The nuggets couldn't do that. Not against Boston. Like that was just so much swagger and, yeah. and just so much. Yeah. I, I, I'm just, I'm, I, like it's, it's I hate Giannis, but like, I can't help, but like, just marvel at marvel exactly marvel's exactly yeah. the word yeah marvel in what he does it's, it's a, crazy because we we it's 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 a good um i think it's a good juxtaposition and a and a and, and sort of a you know sort of to compare the two series you know against the nets and against the the bucks with 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 boston and how they play defense and they're incredible like they've they've overly impressed me now i i mean the, the nets series was one thing um, but to this series, like, I think they were down 0-2 and come back and, and like, make this kind of a series. Uh, and actually, I thought that game was over last night, and I kind of turned it off like, I thought, through the second half. I and, thought it was over, too. I, was, I wanted to turn it off, but I'm so grateful I didn't. Yeah. Those, and, those and, last plays by Drew Holiday were, like, against the defensive player of the year. Like, he was, he out-defense, like, it was just, I, I, I mean, Marcus Smart's a fucking idiot. He's got Jalen Brown and fucking Jason Tatum sitting there, and he wants to be like do me ball. Like that's a cra- That's just a weird mentality. Yeah, he he's been really good though for these two series though, and and he hasn't been doing that a lot. And and so I think you know he had a moment of what a weakness or whatever you want to call it. Maybe he maybe he tried. He he's he's also been getting to the rim like the game before. Like nobody was guarding him, right? There was always confusions, and he was easy, getting easy drives and 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 you know he was boxing out people and really hustling and stuff. So I mean that's just I think that you he's one of those guys you just sort of take the good and the bad at times. And, and so far in these two series, Marcus smart has been playing way, way better than not. Um, but I, I think with, with my point was, was Boston is going up against like Durant. Like they can, they can muscle him. They can frustrate him. They can take him out of his rhythm and his game. They can shut him down with Giannis. He's just, he's, he's the same height, but he's way bigger and more physical than Durant is. And like, you can't, I think they tried somewhat to do the same thing and it kind of works at times. Uh, but other times, like nine times out of 10, it's just not going to work. And you can't quite play the same game and, and, and strategy against that they did against the Nets. And that's what's so impressive about Giannis, uh, is that maybe he's not the shooter that Durant is, but you're not going to shut him down. Like they were able to shut Durant down because they, they figured out like Durant only can do like basically like kind of three things in a way, right? He, he, he sort of drives five feet and pulls up for a jumper. Yep. He takes the three. Or he he wants to go a certain way on the court, and they just and they won't let him. And he's not quick enough to get past him, like Giannis is. Yeah, and it's been great. It's been really amazing to watch the the Celtics. And this is one of my hot takes on the NBA playoffs. Let's hear it. Is the sack the Celtics? I think is the best team in the NBA right now. I would I would buy that. It's weird, especially with Time Lord on the bench, they can still play this well. Mm-hmm. Like if you look around, like. I I I realized last night suddenly out of nowhere the Western Conference is garbage. Mm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Memphis is better without Jaw. Like look at what's mm. happening. Like if pick a team, those teams all suck. Yeah, yeah, but and I, Miami know, might suck. Miami might suck. Sixers yeah, definitely suck with offense. I mean, there's there. I don't I don't believe in them at all. But you know, like with the playoffs, so it's a lot. A lot of times it's about matchups and who you get. You know, at, at certain points and who you don't have to play. Uh, and so far, Miami's kind of been, I think, you know, been fortunate. Um, if you could end the season, if you could have a finals right now, which two teams would it be? If I could have a finals? Yeah, I, the one you want to watch. 
the one I want to watch would be hmm, the East is tough because I'm not sure I want to watch any of these teams really. I, I know Boston might be the one. And they're kind weird, of fun right? to watch, actually. They're more fun Defensively, than Miami. Offensively, they just they seem really hard to stop. Um, Ime Adoku is, I think, is is doing an incredible job as a coach. Yeah, I di- I didn't like that he slowed things down with like a twelve point lead. He yeah. basically Mike Tomlin did. Yeah, he's making some, some that's, mistakes. I think that's there. a weird move, but as a first year coach, he's incredible. Yeah, but like they get down twenty, they went down almost twenty. I think to uh, Milwaukee was the game before or something like that, and then they, you know they came back and won the game. Yeah, like they they play an incredible team basketball. And every single one of those guys like buys in and does their job. And like Horford, and every single game, there's one other guy who steps up. And it's Horford, you know, one game. It's Marcus Smart, another game. Like the role players just do an incredible job. And it's when and, and when they get the ball or the opportunities a little more per game, they shine. They don't miss buckets. Like Tice is hitting mid-range shots and, and threes, you know, when he because he's wide open. And that's and they also they they do an incredible job of of putting guys in the corner for threes, and they knock them down almost every time. I think they even brought up in the game last night that their their shooting percentage in the corner threes is inc- it's like over fifty percent I think for this for the playoffs. They could use PJ Tucker. Yeah, but I you know like you know I, that's what I wanted the Nets to do in that first round series and and I and I feel like Milwaukee's sort of missing out of that is sort of that drive and kick because everybody's everybody uh, defensively against Boston is 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 sagging in and helping on those drives and they're just leaving those corner threes open and it's incredible. And no one else, I don't think anybody else is utilizing that to like the way Boston is. There's the not to make this a Sixers podcast, but like there's neither one of those teams. That's a sweep against Philly. Like I want them to win tonight. Probably. I'd love to see a game 7, but like I don't I don't see an answer like unless Embiid just can like dominate, which I don't think he can right now. And Maxi just plays out of his mind, yeah. maybe. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't see it. And honestly, I don't see Miami beating either one of those teams either. I don't even know who's good on Miami besides buckets and halftime, half of the time hero. Mm-hmm. Like, I really and don't. Bio, half the time out of bio. Out of bio, dog shit. That guy's. I mean, fuck, he's he's he's, he's playing at times. He's, he's, he's only he can't play against fucking Embiid. The only p- playing mm-hmm. time he's getting is against Paul fucking Reed. Yeah. And by Bam, soft dude. Fuck that guy. He's soft. I mean, he might he might be good yeah. against fucking whack fucking centers, but he's got nothing against Embiid. They're not even playing him against Embiid. He's no, got, I, well, no. To be fair, like nobody can really play against Embiid. I mean, that's, that's true. That's a tough matchup. But like for anybody. A, a defensive player of the year candidate, like you'd think would yeah. do, would do a little bit better yeah. than. I mean, Rudy Gobert gets smoked by Embiid too, and so he's been like five time defensive. That's true. MVP, so. That's true. Man, you're making some good points today. I thanks. can't, I can't yeah, make an thanks. argument. I'm just going to uh, agree with you. Uh, honestly, I would to go back to your question though. I would, I would, I, I enjoy watching Philly play. And I think, cause I, I feel like they've, they, they just kind of, they're just missing a few things. Like, sh- like, I don't know. Shooting. If, yeah. Missing well, shooting. yeah, they've been struggling for shooting. I don't know if it's rotations on players or and strategies and, and whatever, they, they, but they, They've got a lot of great people on that team, and they they should be fun. They should be they should be playing better than here's they are. The, and I, here's the maybe problem. Maybe they've just kind of James Harden is the problem, and it's James not Harden and, it's, is, and it's not it's not his fault necessarily. No, but if he's going to slow the game down as much as he does, then he has to hit back shots. Back and forth under the leg dribble. Thing, yeah, like. he has to hit shots. Like he just he has to hit shots. If he's not hitting shots, that just to. doesn't work. If he's hitting shots right. as as was displayed in game four, right? He yeah. then it's then you've got then you've got something, but. If he's not, he's just pulling players out of their position, and then he misses, and then you've got two people trailing on a break. Like, the, like because Danny Green's always going to be in the corner. So, and Danny Green's trying his best to play defense out there, and he's doing all right. Matisse, if he could fucking shoot, it would mm. be a different series. But somehow, for some reason, he just doesn't know how to shoot anymore. So it's tough to put him on. Also, they're not attacking the players that they should be attacking. Yeah, they should. I mean, Duncan Robinson, he's yeah. not even playing, but they should be attacking. All hero. these hero, PJ, they should yeah. be just fucking go. Like, yeah, I, I, yeah, I like usually like switches and, and matchups enough. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I think that Doc is doing a piss poor job. Go yeah. figure. Uh, and they're just like, I would like, I would like to see Sam Cassell get get actually. I think that job because I think I'm kind of with you at this point. I think he would do, and 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 I just mean like, I Doc needs to go obviously, but and I, I just wonder if like Sam could. Just bring a little more creativity, a little something different and new to this thing. And yet, I think the I'm sure the players like him, respect him enough. I, I would think that they would be able to listen to him. Yeah. 
and maybe him and Harden, you know, gets along. I, that, that's a whole other weird thing too, though, that, that needs to happen with Harden. I, I don't know how they figure that one out and what needs to happen there. But what's weird, um, you know, I was watching the other night and Harden came and sat on the bench, and you know, DJ, who everyone says is like best friends with everybody, DeAndre Jordan, right? Is mm-hmm. that, and uh, God, they're still playing him too. You know, they're like, not playing him. He hasn't played the series, but he goes to give him a five, and 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 James. James Harden was like, scoot over. You know, like, I'm like, James Harden doesn't even like fucking the most likable teammate in basketball. So I don't know <laughs> how he gets along with anybody. I'm not sure anybody likes him anymore either. You know, even, was it Maxi that, that, that was, I think it was early on in the series and like, Harden like wanted to sit next to Maxi or something and then Maxi was like, and just got up and went in for the other side of the bench and was like, nope, I don't even want to sit and talk to you right now because you're just a fucking D-bag. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I, that was I don't know. Anyway, uh, go back to the Western Conference. I listen. Portland's still good. They, they've been struggling a little bit. Portland, gold or uh, sorry, uh, Phoenix. Phoenix is is I I think Phoenix. First of all, Phoenix wins tonight. Put put money on it. Yeah, like, I yeah yeah. Dallas sucks. Um, I love this also. I love this Booker uh, Luca rivalry. Yo, here the book the Booker dive, and then yeah. and then he says. It, the, then he like I calls call out Luca? calls out Luca. Yeah. Like, do you see his little sly eye when he yeah. rolls over? He's laughing. Yeah. And then he puts his little eye. Dude, that made me love Devin Booker more than any other player in the world. I fucking mm-hmm. hate Luca, and so like seeing shit like that just makes me so happy. Yeah, I, it makes me happy too. I, this is the other. This is the other sort. It's not a hot take, but this is the other problem. I'm really having a hard time because watching playoff games and stuff to some degree is because guys like Luca and Marcus Smart and Lowry. And Dude, Chris Kyle, Paul, Kyle Lowry, all these nickel and dime fucking. Well, Kyle, Kyle Lowry has no game. Rest in peace, Kyle Lowry. That's a fucking rap. Like he he came out and played and just did some. He did one play where he just picked up the ball and and walked six steps into a player, and the refs were like, "Well, that is just so absurd. We're calling a foul, I guess." Mm-hmm. Like he's just out. He's not. He, he's not making any shots. He's just out there. Like he's just that's, trying to nickel and dime his, everything. His whole it? game is going to try to get a foul call. Like that's. It's yeah. over. At that point, it's over. If you can't hit an open shot, and then that's your only your trick, like that doesn't work. You're not fucking Phil Necro. Like this league. But he got a he got a statue in Toronto though. <laughs> Did you see that thing? No. Is it fat or oh, skinny? Kinda. It's like he's like he looks like he's like an old pugilist or something. He's got like, this weird. It's it's a fucking that weird dude's a fucking strange list. guy. Like he looks like shit when he's on the court, and then when he's like in in civilian clothes, he looks like a like Tiger Woods' son. <laughs> Like he looks so weird. He looks tiny. But the whole like, like the Marcus Smart thing last night when when Drew stripped him at the, I saw the highlight of it and when Drew stripped him, you know, stole the ball, stripped him. But he goes up and he like throws his arms in the air and jumps ten feet in the air and yeah. like makes a big show it's of it. Terrible. Can we just can we stop doing that as as a strategy across basketball? Well, yeah, I hate it. And that's like all that's this hero stuff ball, is right? like this arm swiping and flailing know, and just backing up into someone to get a terrible. ball. Like, also, you can't you can't have that and also bitch about refereeing if you're always right. trying to fucking yes. fool the refs because Smart did that on that block yes. too when when holiday blocked it and threw the ball off of him he threw his hands up and i was like what are you throwing your hands up for you know that was a clean block and you just didn't like getting the ball thrown off right. you out of bounds don't fucking bitch just if you're bitching to just be baffled be like fuck on me but like i hate this thing like it's hard for me to hate the refereeing when there's nothing yeah. when everything Embiid got hit the other night in the face and went down doc lost his mind they show the replay it was the ball the refs got it right. Like the refs yeah. got it right. Sure, Embiid went down. Sure, he was genuinely hurt. And Doc probably thought he did get swiped and thought, "Why didn't you make that call?" But really, yeah. the refs did a fucking fantastic job. It was the ball that hit him in the face. It was a clean block. And so you're kind of like, yeah. If everybody's diving all the time, how are these refs supposed to do their job? And I can't believe this is coming out of my mouth, but I, like, it's one or the other. Either the refs are shitty, and the players are just doing what they're supposed to be doing, or the refs are just doing whatever they're doing based on. Your body language, because you're always fl- flailing and flopping the fuck yeah. around. I, well, that's kind of the thing. I mean, I don't know if Harden started it, but he really sort of set it on fire. I think a couple years ago. With well, his, now Harden can't get a call to save his life. That's right, the fuck, which is that's, the greatest irony of yeah. all time. And I think, um, but yeah, it's just they're they're trying to milk every like fouls and calls, and it's like that's you guys are the world's greatest athletes. I know, you know, and the best professional basketball players are ever. Like you, you, and you're just, and this is, you're reducing the game to this. I know. It's a disappointing. Like just stop whining about every call because you think it's, you got fouled or slapped on your arm. Like you're a man. 
You're supposed to be a man, yeah, yeah. right? All this man bullshit about you know being tough and strong and all these things, and you're acting like a child out there, like flailing around and saying you got like so hurt. So what's you know, your take? I have, a, I have a question for you. What's your take on the Dylan Brooks thing? Like, is there, I can't. On one hand, they're saying a player would never intentionally hurt another player, but on the other hand, and on the other it, hand, like it, it kind of if you. I mean, in slow he didn't motion, go for the at ball least. At all. Yeah, he just looked to clobber the motherfucker. Yeah, he just he just threw his arms into the guy. Now, did know? he did he think he was going to break his elbow? No, but he was huh. definitely trying to hurt the motherfucker. I mean, I've been watching people since and beats had his mask on, swiping at his face. Like they're trying. Like yeah. that's the edge. Yeah. yeah. So I, the one I the one I the other one I don't like the the fact that Poole like grabbed Jer, uh, John Morant's knee. That didn't do shit. And, like, twisted it. That you're not you're not fucking up someone's knee just by you, putting, if you watch if you watch that play closely. Ja fucking hurts himself like a, like two seconds before that. He does some weird move and his knee, you see his knee goes and then he's, he's like, it just happens that he touches it. I mean, he literally yeah. touched his knee. Scraped it, yeah. The, he, if, if, uh, unfortunately, you got some, you, you, got a, you got probably a, a bad knee. Like you were just saying, he probably already fucks something up or he just has like bad like knee but bone. If you, could pull, if you could pull that dude's knee out like with yeah, literally exactly. no right. force, then what right. the fuck? Right, then you, got, then you already have some sort of bodily issue there. I mean, I don't, uh, I don't know, I don't know how to think about any of this. Like, if it makes me mad that like the Sixers are done because he, because Embiid got crushed in the face with an elbow, like that was in the, definitely intentional. Not, but I don't know where you draw. Like, is our, I'm, he wasn't trying to hurt him, but he was definitely I mean, it's coming out. Some of this stuff is part. Like, like the, the well, elbow yes, he was like, trying to hurt him. Hurt? Like, the, yes, he was trying to hurt him. Like. He was trying to hurt. Was he trying to end his career? No, but no, no, definitely I mean, trying to hurt him. Like he's pissed yeah, but, off. Like I've but, been there. But yeah, but, but guys do that all the time, and a lot of times they, I think they do it subconsciously, right? Like the, like I was gonna say, like the Horford elbow to Giannis's face was was some, I think, retribution and payback for Giannis, you know, staring him down earlier in the game and whatnot, right? And like, did he did he throw his elbow and his arm into his face? No, but he came down and he and he hit, his arm was wide and he knew Giannis was right there. Yeah. And he's gonna put a little bit of physicalness into him. Yeah. Right. And so there there's a there's a gray area there of like, yes, trying to injure him or like actually you are trying to hit him. And right, and Horford did it. And Horford, I love Horford in that sense because he didn't he didn't look at Giannis. He didn't act anything. I he know. just acted like he nothing just happened. He made a note. Right. And it was, it's so great. And I think more guys should do that and just sort of be uh, uh, more sly about that. Because then I think they'll kind of get away with stuff with better. Yeah, it's true. I mean, the Dylan Brooks thing is just horseshit. I, yeah, I, and that guy's horseshit, too. Yeah. That, that guy, that's, his whole game is to sort of out-physical you. I know. He's and not... out-hustle you and like try to be all up in your shit. Like he's, He hits... There's a couple of plays where they're running the screens off him, and all he's doing, he's just hitting Steph Curry. Yeah. Just to hit Steph Curry. Yeah. It's like what Boston did to Durant in the, in the first game, the first series. Like they were totally making a point to rough you up, and that's that is part of the game. Yeah, I mean that's what the Heat do every series for the yeah. last 15 years. Yeah. They come in, they try to get away with like they foul so much that the refs can only call so many. It's basically the Seahawks of they're the Seahawks of of the NBA. <laughs> Like enough fucking pass interferences, they can't call them all, you know. Dude, that was ten years ago. Well, I'm just saying they ain't doing that anymore. I'm they ain't saying. good enough to do that anymore. I'm just saying. Uh, <laughs> so you Boston against who, Chris? Come on, tell me who you want. Golden see. State. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I still, I still, uh, I'll take Phoenix too. It's a close second, but I still, I still love Golden State and the way they play and how too. that team and everything about them. Um, I they sucked last night. Obviously, uh, they just had a bad. You know, yes, teams have bad games. Yeah. Um, Sixers had one. They had one. Everybody had. Yeah. One. Uh, I I would love to see I would love to see the Sixers in the in the finals. Um, it won't happen. Let's, it, I don't think it'll happen. Yeah, it's not gonna happen. It's, yeah, it's, I'm excited they got past Toronto and actually like made its game of of the Heat series. And if it goes, I, they, to, they go back now for right games. Is it game six now? Six tonight, which I hope they win because I think game I seven. Think I can handle a loss for game seven. Sure. Then that shows like it's way better than last season. You know, like that's an improvement. We got this far. We lost to the number one seed. Joel's hurt. Let's fucking recalibrate. Get the fuck Doc out of town. We still mm-hmm. got a couple of good years on Joel. Like mm-hmm. there's there's a there's a window. The window's still open. Uh, do you have any other NBA hot takes in your in your hot take bag? No, I think that was kind of it. Those are your take. That's all of the take bag. Yeah, it was the, it was the it was the flailing milking the call thing. Can I say one thing? Yeah. Uh, this whole like whoop that trick thing in Memphis. What the fuck is that all about? Well, I mean, I love hustle and flow. 
I love that fucking movie. I probably watch it once a year. Easily, I watch it once a year. I love that movie. I think it's one of the greatest movies. It's got flaws. Don't get me wrong. Of course, every movie does. But the... And, the, and I think the biggest flaws of that movie are the music. And that's what like, keep, keeps coming back. Whoop, that trick. Like, uh, it's, it's a, a very it's, 90s, it's, like, it's, early But it's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable in the, in the movie. Like, it would be like, it would be like, uh, I don't know. I mean, it, I think it's cute and all. And I love Memphis. And it's hard for me not to like hate Memphis because sure. that's a great fan base. And I hope they yeah. always have a team. And I'm happy for them all the yeah. way. And like if hustle and flow is their thing, I at, at least fucking have Terrence Howard out there. Yeah, that'd be with incredible. the with the cur- with the curls. Yeah, and 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 Taryn, and Taryn, Taryn Manning <laughs> with her long fucking her long braids. Ooh, ooh, that does something to my to my redneck white trash vibe. I like it. I never thought Taryn Manning was attractive until I saw her completely white trash. So you got a type? I I do do I do I. <laughs> They're all based out of Jacksonville, Florida. <laughs> if Jacksonville was a woman, Woo, that's boy. If I, that's if I if I if I was on OKCupid okay or whatever, and they were like, "What's your type?" I'd be like, "If Jacksonville was a lady," like, <laughs> or like, or like, if Waffle House in Jacksonville was a lady. You'd uh, be getting so much run if you just just moved to Jacksonville. If you were single. Single. And you were like fifty. You would just be like, you should have just like retired to Jacksonville. Yeah, get a boat. Yeah, go hit Jack's Beach. I dated two girls from Jacksonville, Chris. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm crazy for it. It's I, <laughs> I'm it's a, impressive. I'm gonna, it is. <laughs> I mean, it is. It is. Uh, let's uh, let me jump quickly. WNBA. I just want to quickly say, uh, yeah. I think we did a great podcast. I know no one cares about it, but I will say after the podcast, Candace Parker like alluded that this might be her last season as yeah. well. So if there was a way to bet on it, I, which would be fun, it would be Parker Bird in the finals because that's a, just an awesome story. I would that's love. An awesome story. Uh, there's just no way to bet on it. I couldn't. No. Find, I tried to wrangle it up. Like no one wants to you can't do. Bet shit on the WNBA. You just can't bet on the WNBA. It makes no sense. Like yeah. and that's the WNBA's fault. They should be partnering mm-hmm. with DraftKings or fucking mm-hmm. BetMGM MG- mm-hmm. and be like, "This is a gambling sport. Like, they get yeah. eyes on it through gambling." Yeah, I, like right. that. That thing bumps me out. What I will say, I got an ad the other day. It might be too easy to gamble. I've read a story uh, article before that it might be too easy to gamble on on WNBA. Like, there's not enough for for the for Vegas and the and the sports books to to put enough out there because I think the odds aren't in their favor technically. Oh. Interesting. Yeah, I will say this. I got because it. It's there's there's too many. There's not enough teams. There's there's everything seems to be. Although it might be changing in the last couple of years now, where maybe there's a little more parity and stuff. But I think there was too many, uh, you know, good teams and and bad teams, and not enough sort of parity in between. And you kind of know who the really good players are and all those kinds of things. Well, maybe it's not same game parlays, but maybe but like at least some futures and like lines for yeah. individual games. Like you I don't know. even get those. Yeah, the, the game. Yeah, the lines would be great because I think those. I think they're. That's there's there's been a couple of upsets already this year. Yeah, there's, you know whatever. There's a way to um, make, I think there's I think there's a ton of money to be made. It's it's kind mm-hmm. of hard. To I think predict. so too. Uh, this is my point. It's not a point actually. It's just an ad for the WNBA league pass. It's twenty five bucks. Uh, I've been I've been a lot. I've noticing a lot of people like posting social media and stuff that it's it's garbage. Really, the app is garbage. Really, you can't even get scores on there apparently. But you can get live live bot. Black you can get games. the games live and all that kind of stuff, but but as a as an app overall and like getting information and all this other stuff, it's just apparently it's, it's worthless. It's just God. horrible. Why the fuck can't they get their shit together? Because uh, they're because I don't know. It just <laughs> they well, keep shooting themselves in the foot. You know, it's like come on, man. Yeah, grow your own game. Help you. Yeah, help yourselves. That's rough. Um, we're gonna do a little bit of uh. Ed, also, Ed, Washington Mystics three and zero. That was our. That was yeah, our. Yep. I mean, I, at this See, point, it feels like we predicted every team, but uh, <laughs> I love did. the Mystics. I know. <laughs> We're like, yeah, they're all good. Yeah. They all can win it. That's the take. <laughs> hot take. Um, okay. So all right, anyway. one thing before we get to the NFL, and then I think that that's where we're going to head, right? We're going to get into football. I don't care. Like, MLB yeah, juicing games for baseballs for games? Like, Yeah. I mean, I, it, listen, I, it's not really a story, I guess, but it makes sense that there's players, uh, and especially there was a story from the from the Mets. I guess a lot of players were were talking and discussing with their coaches and everything that they just think the ball is different when they're playing nationally televised of games. Of course it is. Right. I'm, I'm surprised MLB doesn't just admit it. Yeah, 
Like the, right. you, you can't put it past that scoundrel fucking league. Like, of yeah. course it is. Of course it is. Who cares? Yeah. Fucking. Why would they? It makes sense too. Actually, you, would you want play to, you a know, clown sport yeah. that's been fixed since the beginning of time, and now you're gonna like the bitching is just. Uh, it's like you play a clown sport. Mm-hmm. You get paid an insane amount of money to play me- mediocre for. I, I'm sure it's difficult, but like it's a clown sport. You dress like a clown. Everything about it's a clown sport. Everyone, it's you know, it's stupid. Buy me some peanuts and Cracker Jack. I, I, can you even buy Cracker Jack at a base? What is Cracker Jack? Can you buy that anymore? That thing? Probably at, at baseball games. You can. I'm yeah, a, most likely. I'm gonna buy some. Hope they got a little treat in there. A little tat. I was hope. I always wanted the tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> You got enough tattoos. I know, but that just goes to show. As a kid, I was like, come on, tattoo. Mm-hmm. And yeah, pull. you didn't want anything else. Everything else was crap in those boxes. I, know, the like, oh, I got the stupid little car or like yeah. uh, whistle. Yeah. Yeah. Like dolphin. Yeah. Dolphin. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking cracker. What the fuck am I going to do with this? <laughs> cracker Jack. Hey, look at this Cracker Jack over here. I'm going to start calling people Cracker Jack. That's a fucking Cracker Jack. Uh, all right. Uh, quickly. Chris, no, now nah, wait for the end. Uh, what's this you see? I, I see in your notes the XFL stealing brand identity. What are you talking yeah. about? So a couple uh, month or so ago, the XFL came out, uh, sort of like posted these things, social media and everything, and kind of announced a brand new uh, or a brand identity that aligns with its. This is what it, this is what they posted. Aligns with its new vision, values, and purposes ahead of its 2023 season. This enhanced visual identity represents a new era of forward-thinking league, signaling one of inclusivity, innovation, co-creation as it works to build tomorrow's league together with partners, fans, and players. Hmm. And it has like this sort of, uh, it's like an X, but it's separated. So it's sort of like the, you know, like in the sort of in the middle of the X, like kind of going horizontally. So, and they pushed it uh, away from each other. And in the middle of it, it says together. Yeah. Right? However, there is already a brand identity. That has this logo and basically this logo and identity. Who is that? It is. Um, let me see if I can just get this right here. I want to make sure it's a cult. It's a lifestyle and cultural and sport website. And it's, it's spelled T O G E T H X R. Together. You kind of yeah, it's a play on together, and their their logo is a, is like sort of an X, but one's one's let the left side is white, the other side is, uh, is black. Um, this is they don't look anything like each other. Hold on, but the, they are co-founded by Alex Morgan, the soccer player, Chloe Kim, uh, Sue Bird, and one other woman I don't know exactly. Oh, Simone Manuel, who's a swimmer. Okay, I mean they basically took their shit and they stole it. I don't think so, dude. I'm looking at this. I don't. I. I the whole thing is together, and it's an X. Oh. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Just fucking deal with it's it. Like the, you're the XFL, man. You just steal someone else's fucking bullshit to and me, try to play it off. To me, it looks like Axe Body Spray. I, that's what... I would be more mad if I was Axe Body Spray. I think a lot of people have used this X before. It almost looks like the Under Armour X. Yeah, but with the together thing, and it's just like... So anyway, the, 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 this... this um, this website thing is apparently a cease, a cease and desist to, to the XFL. What does the rock think? Well, exactly. You know, and it's awful quiet around the XFL because of this shit. You know, it's like, really, you couldn't have just found something a little different. Well, I'm totally different on this thing. How are you going to fuck it? Like if you, I just don't, I don't see it, man. The, mm, the, the, the to get Xer, whatever that looks like ladies, like opposite scissoring. Like there's like little vaginas in this. Okay. Okay. I'm serious. Oh, right. It doesn't look alike. It doesn't look alike. It, it, I don't see it. I think it's, a, I think it's in together with the together It's with the together. So fucking skip and it. And the X. So then skip it. Who cares? Because the X, look, the X is it's separated. And so in the together logo, it's, it's an X, but it's separated. So it's then just very... get rid of the together. No one even cares. Right. Like, no one. Yeah. Just, who cares? just do something else. That old XFL logo is such dog shit. It's like anything. Like a... A hand-drawn logo. Would the be only better. smart thing the XFL has ever done is 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 partner with the NFL now and being basically a minor league system for them. Well, the that was the only the, thing smart. And that's the smart the thing, thing that's going to keep them alive and afloat. You're such a hater, dude. The XFL is awesome. I can't wait for it. Yeah, as a minor league system, it's been awesome. 
you're you're going to get players who DC as defenders. Soon as they, they're decent. They go to the NFL. DC defenders are yeah. There's so much right. talent. Yeah, it's called the G League. It's great. Yeah, who cares? It's great. It's great. You're but so don't try to brand yourself as a football alternative to the NFL. Are you're they? not. I mean, no one's going to stay in the XFL. Exactly. Yeah, that would be dumb. So you're going to have no continuity. Nah, my loyalty lies in the XFL. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's fine. I, right. I'm not hating on them. I'm just thinking, like, just be what you are, and you're you're a farm league. That's all you are. Brand that, because that's what you are. You'll never be anything more than that. It's impossible. Yeah. Well, the USFL, that bullshit that's happening right now. Come on, get the is fuck that out happening? Of yeah. Really? Nobody knows, and it's happening right now. Why? You mean people are playing it? Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Exactly. Like we just don't need that much football. We don't. Yeah. Football is football is a is a very one league dominant sport. There's a Pittsburgh team. Is there? Yeah. They're 0 and 4, the Pittsburgh Maulers. Maulers, yeah. <laughs> you should go to a game. I'm going to look I'm I'm checking it out right now. Who do we when do <laughs> Before we... you have to leave, you're going to only be there for another month. So you got to Well, gotta Chris, I did I did go to my first Pen- Pittsburgh Penguins game the Ooh, other night. Nice. Holy fuck. Playoff hockey. I'd never seen it before. Fun as shit. Wowzers. Like, wow. I took my buddy from out of town, and the intern came. Like, mm. we dropped, we dropped a, a pretty decent amount of money, but not a ton, but, like, enough to get, like, you know, the bottom of the, of the upper deck. Okay. Uh, the, the Penguins won 7-2, so it was just, like, Smoking. so fun. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just so fun. I like all the chanting and all the songs. Like, the Igor chant, that was... I mean, I felt kind of bad for the guy, but <laughs> I I did. But the it was just so electric and like just fun all the way around. Uh, I'm I'm I've like if you could see a playoff hockey game at home, like please do. Well, I guess it would always be at home, but like it's a uh, <laughs> the team you're rooting for, I guess yeah. at home. It's yeah. it it was also fun that like there were all these sad Rangers fans. Yeah, I love this. I love a sad Rangers fan. I don't care about the Rangers at all. Like yeah. that's my third favorite team in the New York market like by far. I don't care about the Rangers. That's so, fourth. Who's 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 is there another one? Who would be in the New York market? Oh, you mean for just for hockey? Yeah, just for hockey. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah, sorry. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I would mm-hmm. I would choose the Islanders, then the Devils, then I would choose the Rangers if I had like I also don't even care about hockey. Um, Sabres. I did see something though in the game that made me think there might be something like I didn't think that the Penguins goalie kind of sucks. He's a third stringer. Mm. Like they do, they it seemed out of like necessity. Yeah, out of necessity. Okay. Uh, and I'm just like, there's, well, long story boring. Up three one, I was like the Rangers were plus four fifty to win this to win the whole to to beat the the Penguins down mm-hmm. down three one. Yeah, uh, plus four fifty. I thought it was I was like surprised it was that little, but then I just coupled the 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 uh sons to win and <laughs> I kicked it up to seven like plus seven ten. All right. And I I put a, a decent amount of money on it. So that that's my hot take. I don't know where you could get it at right now, but I really feel like the Rangers can win, still win this thing. Well they're supposed to be the better team, aren't they? They're a better team, they have the better goalie. The Penguins love to fall on their fucking face. And three ga- winning three games in a row in, in hockey is very easy to do. It's a different game every time. At least from what I what I was watching, it looked like a very different like Compared to last night, I, I feel like this was maybe one of my smartest bets. I, I really nice. think that the Rangers will win this series. And I got what I needed out of the, pen, the Pens. Yeah. I, don't, I don't care if they're still playing. I'm not going to go again. Yeah, I, don't, I usually don't really like the Penguins. Lots they're of always good. Don't. They're always in the playoffs. They always seem to beat teams. I think they beat the Islanders a year or two ago in the playoffs kind of thing. It was just like, enough of the Penguins. Yeah. But, you know, against the Rangers, I don't really care. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I want, Although I would like to see a New York team, I, I, I kind of you know at least do a little something. Maybe the Penguins but, are the Penguins are the longest existing playoff streak in all sports. I think wow. sixteen years hmm. they've made the playoffs. Uh, yeah, so that's cool because this might be the last year of these players. The Patriots just didn't miss the playoffs. Is that? To, I think so. Maybe? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. So interesting. Yeah, and okay. they're not going to make it next year. It'll be playoff the hockey. Playoff hockey. Bottom line. Go see it. Oh, and here's the here's a little insider tip, a, a hack. If you do go and you bring friends, it's very busy, and everyone has jerseys on. So wear something that isn't a jersey. <laughs> wear just some like bland ass clothes. Like I found 
my buddies so easily. Like I was like, <laughs> <laughs> it was great. That's why. That's my hack. If you go to a playoff hockey game, be the only person that's not wearing the, the team colors, and you'll you'll be able to be like be like, hey, Peter, over here, I'm in the beer line. Like it's great. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Chris, I want to I want to finish up here with with two fucking people. Okay, but before you do, oh, okay. Since I'm talking about long shot odds, mm. uh someone who would like to remain uh anonymous sent me a screenshot of a coworker of his <laughs> saying that he was taking a bath on a on NBA oh, I'll I'll read you the the text exactly. Uh it said uh getting crushed this week in gambling taking a bath in the NBA playoffs and what I thought was a lock of the century, Russia minus 15,000 over Ukraine. is not looking too good either. What? <laughs> Person who wants to be, uh, remain nameless was, uh, wrote, you bet on the war? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently there's a place in Chinatown that'll take a bet on anything. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. In Chinatown. Yeah. Bet Dude, on the war. You are fucking war. hard up. Yeah, bet on the war. Uh, so that was pretty funny. I, that's a, that's a, that's the only other gambling tip. <laughs> hey, that I have. man, that's a fucking problem, man. You got a fucking problem. Yeah, you do. All right, who the fuck? Oh, I know who you're mad about. Pick one. All right. Pick a. All fuck- right, first of all, we're gonna start with Tom fucking Brady. Yeah, and th- this is actually just this is sort of the gateway to someone else here. But the the fact that this dude is gonna get paid thirty seven million dollars a year. Why does he need any to money? Call NFL games. He doesn't need any money. Like. He doesn't need money. Also, he's so Why boring. Why do you want Tom Brady and fucking calling games? Is he calling them live? Yeah, he's going to be the new G- uh, Tony Romo. Uh, but on well, Fox. I can't he's, taking, he's Actually, he's the new Troy Aikman on Fox. So Fox didn't want to pay Aikman $20 million a year. But they'll take t- touchdown Tom. I guess I, I wouldn't want to. Like, he's so boring. He's so fucking boring. But this, this is the contract signed? It's starting next year? No, it's, it's like whenever he retires. So it's, oh, I think it's so signed. It's in perpetuity? It's, it's, yeah, whenever he retires. So it doesn't mean he'll just win the Super Bowl. So they've got him on retainer. No, they got him on retainer until so like who, maybe so, it's next year. Maybe so, it's, who's, so who's the guy in the meantime? Breeze? Like who's the Fox? Like uh, I think they've already, I think they already established, but I can't remember who it is. I, I, I know Kevin Burkhart is the play-by-play guy. He's replacing. What if um, Brady? Uh, riddle me this. Who I like, Kevin Burkhardt. I like a lot actually. What if Brady's great? Would you be able to admit he might, it? You know what? He might be a little bit because he was like on the Manning cast, and he's done some other stuff where he kind of, you know, he's a little. He can be a little sort of uh, snarky. Like I watched him that one, like that thing where I like, think he's the a lot like Romo, or I mean the Tuck Rule thing, you know, and mm-hmm. he's sitting there yeah. and he's talking to Charles Woodson right. or whatever, right. and they're like they're playful. They're like, yeah, and like it's it's super insincere. And it's just what you need in a booth, you know. Yeah. It's like, like yeah. we well, we we played this game, we know this game, respect this game, and we can kind of shit talk each other a little bit. I just Brady's I, the kind of guy. I think Brady's, he's the kind of guy. He doesn't talk in the moment because he, you know whatever his his or about football. God, like he when might he's playing be, football because he's focused and he's he professional. He might be great. That. He's a robot. Like he's right. Like, but when he you doesn't get him have a personality off the field, I think he's got a bigger personality. Man, he might be perfect. He might be. I'm gonna, He's going to be way better than fucking Drew Brees. That's I'm gonna, sure. Yeah, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt on this one. I think, it, I think, it, I think, it, I think it's a lot. I think it's a lot of Tony Romo. Like, yeah, you know, like a bigger, like he, more gregarious personality, sort of off the field. I don't know why he'd want to do it because, he, like, at this point, he has such a perfect. Because he's going to make thirty seven million dollars a year. Well, there's that, but like, at, but like, what if he says like the N word on air? Like, there's it's all he's doing is like potentially tarnishing his legacy you know like at this point i would just be like i would just get into charitable like contributions and like you know like there's an ego thing in there that he is trying to like you know yeah yeah i mean well of course sure yeah i mean but whatever hold on so the bigger story i think in all this is that i think bleacher report or somebody posted or the athletic posted a, a thing about um highest paid sports broadcasters you know, once sort of Brady, I think, becomes, um, moves into this role, uh, which I'm surprised because I, actually, actually, I don't see Aikman on there now. And I, I thought he was getting at least 20 million. So uh, Romo's like third at 18 million. Yeah. Brady would be the highest. Number two blew my fucking mind. Who? Jim Rome 
Really? Still gets paid $30 million a Ooh, year. God, he's such a piece of shit. I thought he was like in CBS Radio Obscurity. I thought he, I thought he was too. Does he have a, a live talk show? He's got, he's got the radio. I don't know what else he does. He's serious, I think. Maybe he does serious. I, it's, but it's, it says Jim Rome, CBS Sports. So apparently CBS is paying him $30 million a year. Maybe he's, he's sort of like the Howard Stern of sports talk radio where he just, everyone's, you know, like he still, people still listen to him. Who's that bro that used to be on the Jim Rome show that's now on the NFL show? Like a bro, I don't he's know. Like a total bro. Uh, anyway, it doesn't matter. He was yeah. Like, Jim Rome. I think people have come from the Jim Rome show. Like he's, maybe he's such a piece of shit. You wouldn't like. Yeah. You got to get the fuck off that show. You know who I can't stand, Chris? Since we're talking about <laughs> announcers, I can't, I can't. Well, I can't stand this in general. This is a thing that I just fucking dislike. Is fantasy football television on ESPN? The Jesus. Matt Barry and that other fucking turd with the like the clean cut guy that's now Field Yates that now does like some he does a little bit of draft analysis like he's they're such go getters you know they're such they're such they just they just can talk themselves into circles about like it, about like the most asinine shit like Dungeons and Dragons basically like and what kills me what kills me <laughs> is that they're dressed up in suits. Yeah. Like giant ties, like they're actual rep- uh, reporting on anything actual. They're reporting on like the the on fan. It's literally called fantasy football. Mm-hmm. Why aren't mm-hmm. they just dressed like fucking bums? Yeah. Like just wizards they- and warlords. Yeah, just wear- <laughs> yeah. They should be. They should have to. They should have a quiver. Here's here's Matt's quiver of thoughts. <laughs> to toho, everyone. This is Matt Berry, and I would like to, to think that Anquan Bolden is going to come back. Toho! I don't know, Toho. Is that a thing? Anyway, I just was, I, I, I was sitting at a bar. It's somewhere. such big money. But why do they have to dress like they're know. real? I don't know. They talk about anything real. And it's so yeah, boring. Like, right. It's gonna... only ESPN, though, right? Because like, I, I, I don't know of anybody else uh, who does fantasy shows, too, though, really. On, like, I mean, but on national broadcast, either like that. I, just, I mean, like CBS probably does, but nobody watches fucking CBS Sports. Who the fuck is that? What's that guy's name? Yates? What's his name? Field Yates. Is he trying to move on? Like no, he's, no, he's just he's like one of the he's like the uh, he's such a fucking bro. He's like exactly like if that guy didn't play lacrosse, I'll be a monkey's fucking uncle. Oh, I'm sure he did. He, I think he used to be the the field reporter or not the field, but the, but the uh, the the beat reporter for the Patriots for a long time. Oh, he's such a Christian. He's from you're right. From Boston, went to Wesleyan. Ugh. His middle name is Minister. He's just a what? Yeah, Field Minister Yates. Fucking New England Field. guy. First name is Field. He's just a, he's just a professional. You know what? He, he shows up every day. He does his job. He's clean cut. That's just that's ESPN loves those guys. He's like the Colin Yost of fucking like of of talk. Oh, whoa, football. I think that's a little harsh on the Colin Yost. Colin Yost could go fuck himself. That dude is privileged and not funny. Like. That guy is just the worst. Okay. Is that, All right. Does he, who does he make laugh? Uh, I laugh sometimes when we get updates. The guy's on his, I've seen some the guy, the guy's in his Harvard fucking, in his, in he, his, he makes uh, the, Michael but, Che laugh a lot. Well, I mean. But I don't know if that's saying though? anything. Anyway, I think he's fucking the worst. <laughs> uh, let's, go, let's move on. Uh, okay. Finishing strong here. We've got, oh, so you've got someone else that you, that yeah. you hate. I'll try, to, I'll try to make you like him. Since I made you like Tom Brady, I'll make you like this guy. Who is I, it? I, it's impossible. James fucking Cromwell. The babe guy. The babe guy. Yeah. First of all, I never liked James Cromwell. Nah, he's very, can't stand him in any very, fucking movie. He's very like, in every movie, he's like looking down his nose at you. Yeah. He's, he, I can't, he's a disappointed I, I can't, grandpa. Yeah. I can't stand it. I, I, he's worse than, uh, than uh, who's the other guy we were just talking about a couple weeks ago that died? Uh, Her, not Hearst. Um, yeah. Um, Hearst? Fuck. Yeah, was it Hearst? What's the guy's I don't know. name? I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, he's, a, he's the big movie star guy that's always in movies, too. And he, he just, like, oh, William Hurt? William Hurt, yeah. 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 I, I would rather watch William Hurt than James fucking Cromwell than anything. I don't even know a James Cromwell movie other than Babe. And like, yeah, he's and just then, been in everything, and he's, and he's just always the same dude, and he's fucking annoying. Yeah, he's a fucking but duddy. this really puts me over the edge here now. I this dude is, about. is protesting. Yeah. At a Starbucks, he glued his fucking hand yeah. to a Starbucks counter yeah. in protest for ch- for them charging extra for plant based milk. Yeah, I mean, get it's the pr- fuck out of here! It's with very, this shit. it's very specific. This is what you're spending your time on. It's very specific. 
I, of all the shit in the world to be protesting and standing up for, for people's rights, women's rights, minorities' rights, all this fucking shit, and you're fucking gluing your hand for fucking plant-based milk? All right, so... Go glue your hand somewhere else. Chris, he's a lifetime advocate. He was uh, a Black Panther sympathizer in the 60s. Okay. He's always been, like, he supported Bernie in 2016. He's always been a big animal rights guy. This is, this is his thing. Uh, I will also say this in, in his defense as a human being. I think gluing your hands in a Starbucks is dumb, but it at least points... And at least, it's, it, without him, it's a bunch of hippies. But he does it, and then suddenly you're like, well, if all it is is that they don't want us... That they want it to be, like, the same amount of money for plant-based milk, like it is in every other fucking place that you go to, why is Starbucks making an extra little chunk is it plant-based? Isn't, always, isn't that stuff always more expensive than no, regular milk? No, no, not in a normal coffee shop. You don't have to pay. Mm, all right, well, then that's, that's bullshit. I, then I, I don't disagree. Yeah. But don't fucking... This is what you're... I, ah, you're I'm wasting your time and effort on this bullshit? He's 86 years old. What the fuck? And he's, he's, all, he's apparently always been doing this kind of shit. He's, a bit, he's been an activist for since, like, 64. Put his fucking hand to a counter. <laughs> he's no, he, he's no mean, Ed Begley Jr. That... that that <laughs> he definitely is not that that always like the gluing your hand thing is just like creeps me out the idea of it because like i get freaked out whenever i use super glue that i'm going to glue my fingers together and i can just easily get that off like if somebody the, gluing your hand to something is just great like i it just cr- creeps me out and i don't like this guy as an actor but i'm gonna disagree with you and be like it's it's what he was standing up for is kind of right and fuck Starbucks. I'm sorry. I know you're from Seattle, but like, no, I, oh, I don't listen. Fuck Starbucks. I fucking hate Starbucks. So that motherfucker, that motherfucker sold the Sonics out from under us. Yes, exactly. So did it? Did I? Did it work? Did I maybe no. get you? Um, no. no, I'm just saying. Like, listen, you put all your effort and time into to gluing your hand on a fucking counter. Like, I don't think he put that much effort and time. I think he went there with some glue on his hand and put it on a counter, and and maybe it took like six hours out of his day. Like maybe a six an, 80, hours. an eighty-six year old guy. Thirty minutes, an, maybe an eighty-six year old guy. Like he's not eighty-six. Don't fucking but, chain yourself in front of the fucking Supreme Court steps or something, man. Man, just do something bigger. Okay. Like I, I don't disagree with about like plant-based stuff, and it's fine, all that kind of stuff. I got nothing against it, and and yeah, the Starbucks is you know ripping them off for charging more for that kind of stuff. But that like this is what you're getting your fucking panties in a twist about. Well, he. uh he got himself escorted out of a Democratic Party fundraiser in 2017. He's been arrested uh, for, for protesting at, at SeaWorld uh, as part of PETA. He's, this, is like, this is some soft-ass fucking protest shit. Yo, what? Okay, I just gonna, I'm gonna... You're gonna sit there and tell me you love Colin Yost, but you don't like this guy who's out there just trying his best to, like... In his, in his, He's not trying. In He's his just 80s. mailing it in. <laughs> Chris... We're going to agree to disagree on this one. Fuck Starbucks. Give me my plant-based milk, even though it's disgusting <laughs> for the same price. I would like to ruin your shitty coffee with some shitty oat milk, please. Could I do that for the same price? Just bring your own fucking oat milk. Why are you, you carry your oat milk around? Who's carrying oat milk around? This also, motherfucker. James motherfucking Cromwell also, carrying his own fucking oat milk around. I, I think it's a, it's a ticky-tack cause, but I'm, I'm, I'm not against it. Chris, you know what I am for, and we can land. We can close on this because you won't have anything to talk about about it. But it's something Great. that I want to bring up. Oh, is it rugby? They announced the twenty thirty one rugby World Cup host, and guess who it is? Ooh, uh, Amsterdam, America. Oh, okay, we're getting the World Cup, baby. When twenty twenty three? Twenty thirty two. Twenty thirty one. Twenty thirty two. 2031, 2031. <laughs> Nine years. We're getting the World Cup. Is that exciting? Oh my God, that's so exciting for 10 years from now. I can't wait. Um, I just can't wait for 10 years to go by. I know. I'm going to be in my <sighs> mid 50s. Just, I'm so excited. I can't wait. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Ten anyway, that's a wrap. I don't have Whoa. anything else to add to this fucking mishmash, <laughs> this decoupage of fucking. Terrible podcasting that we just produced. I love it. You got anything One else? Of my favorite episodes ever. Me too. Go fuck yeah. yourself. Uh, mm-hmm. Have a nice, have a nice uh, weekend. Peace. <laughs>